And now, after years of planning, sweating, and going broke, here is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belial. And alert the media. Why they would give this man a podcast is anyone's guess. And there is what could only be a bizarre coincidence or something else. Welcome to the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belial. Track drunk and stupid is no way to go through life, sir. Country music and fine moonshine. You look like the vermin-ridden son of a bitch you are. A podcast for everyone in the good old USA and all around the world. Over there, over there, send the word, send the word over there. Quality booze and country music at its best. So you're saying, can you set my country music award on fire? The music... Nice and loud. What we do is if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do? Put it up to a 11, exactly. You can email the show at bootsandwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com. That's bootsandwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com. It's just swimming with bow-legged women. All social media can be found at Boots and Whiskey Podcast. The show is great, even if you're sober. Well... My advice to you... Start drinking heavily. Jim loves his music and his whiskey. A real woman could stop you from drinking. It has to be a real big woman. This is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Great music, great booze, and fun, even for you non-drinkers. Y'all want to drink whiskey? <laughs> I'd like a Coca-Cola in a clean glass. Finally, a podcast that lets it all hang out. Let's level with America. Got your boots? Ready for some whiskey? These boots are made for walking. One of these days these boots are gonna walk all over you. And now, the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Boots and Whiskey Podcast. It is Tuesday, March 22nd. Today we have Peyton Howie on the show. This has been a conversation I've wanted to have for a very, very long time. I'm so glad she's here. Getting to know Peyton has been great. Um, there was a little little snafu in the middle here that you'll probably hear. Um, just ignore. Um, just a little technical difficulties, but hopefully it blended together all right for you. Um, Peyton, thank you so much for being on the show. She's got she's got a killer sound. Um, she is country music meets rock and roll meets don't f with me attitude and it is to me what the females in country music need i I don't want to say need to be should be i don't know if that's even the right thing either but her style it just fits um you know obviously the genre doesn't give to me enough credit to the to the ladies and i love peyton's attitude of like eat it this is what i want to do this is my sound if you don't like it stand to the side because i'm coming through and it's awesome it's awesome all the ladies this month have had that sense of grit in that i am taking this for me and get out of my way it's awesome to see it's awesome for the genre. It's awesome for music in general. So without further ado, um, Peyton Howie. Peyton, again, thank you so much for being on the show. I also want to say a big thank you to our friends over at CMV Music Network for sponsoring today's episode and helping us bring it to you. Always remember, CMV Music Network It's where musicians come to play. Hey, how's it going? Good, how are you? 
great. Doing well. Awesome. Awesome. How was your flight? Uh, pretty good. I slept almost the entire time. It was great. That's awesome. So what do you? What, what, so what are you on tour? Kind of doing a little mini tour. Yeah, doing a bit of a mini tour. I was out in California playing some shows. Um, I'm back in Texas playing some shows. Going to be in Nashville the following week for um, country radio. That's awesome. That's really great. Thank you. Sure. So tell. So, well, first and foremost, thanks for being here. Um, well, thanks for having me. Absolutely. You know, I, you're you're one of the you're one of the people that I've wanted to talk to for quite some time now. Oh no um, way! I feel special. I'm always seeing your stuff on social media. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm I'm just trying to keep plugging along, you know, because you never know who's watching. Oh, exactly. Um, I had first heard about you from a friend of mine. And he told me about you and he's like, you got to listen to this girl. She's great. Yada, yada, yada. So I said, all right, like if somebody's, you know, talking you up that much, it's going to be good. And, you know, you don't disappoint. Thank you. I appreciate it. Who's your friend? I got to ask. Uh, Liam Coleman. Ah, Liam. I love Liam. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, he told me about you. So I had to, I had to look it up and. You know, like I said, it's it's been it's been a pleasure to hear your stuff and and get to know you through your socials and your music. So, um, you know, like I like I said, this is all about you. You know, tell us who you are, what you're doing, how you got here, and and we'll go from there. Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me again. I really appreciate the opportunity um, to talk with you. And uh, you know, music. This is is what I'm doing. I love country music. It's got uh, my style is a little bit more of a uh, country rock. Um, I grew up out in Southern California, and um, I've always just kind of had a had a love for music. I love singing. I'm always singing, walking around the house and stuff, and playing guitar. Uh, I taught myself to play guitar when I was about uh, 15, 16 years old. And, um, you know, I started playing shows in my hometown uh, out in Temecula, California. We had a little old town, Main Street, got all these different, uh, you know, clubs and bars and places like that and there was always a huge music scene down there of older seasoned musicians that just had been touring all their lives and settled down in Temecula and um, when I was real young I was walking around there and you know playing the open mics and just going to all their shows and and watching them play and then I started playing shows and um, they just kind of took me under their wing taught me everything that I needed to know about being an artist and um you know, I, I, t- I took some influence from some of the greats in country. Greats and had a little bit of rock influence. And I've just always had a love for it. And I, I could literally listen to music nonstop. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah, it, it happens like if, if connection comes in and out at the wrong time, it's it's very uh it's very fun technology in this world that we live in. Oh boy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, um You want me to pick so, back up? No, it's all right. We I cause I can edit it and blend it all together, make it make it sound like you never left. Um, Perfect. <laughs> so you were talking about how much you love music and how, you know, 
how you got into how you started getting into this professionally. Yeah, so um, I've taken some influence from traditional country greats, um, just the storytelling style of country music that I think um, has, you know, carried country music through all the all the generations to the fact where you know people still even are just into all the traditional music today because yeah. of just how great of storytellers all those artists were and. Um, I've taken a bit of rock influence too. I, I love, um, you know, country rock. I love that that raspy country voice. I love all that for sure. And so that's kind of the style I'm um, I'm sticking with on my music. And I've got a ton of original stuff coming out this year. And my debut EP is dropping on February 18th. That's awesome. That's incredible. Thanks. So from from now, that's only days away. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> like it's that's awesome. Up. That's awesome. So, by, so, by, so I'm going to feature you in the month of March because we're doing a whole women's thing. Um, so Ooh, thank you. Yeah. I'm sure we have the EP and if not, after this. Awesome. Cool. Sounds good. Decide to pack up and move to Nashville. What's that? Did I lose you? No, I'm here. All right. I said, I um, if you didn't hear me, I said, what did uh, what made you pack up and move to Nashville? Well, I've been traveling back and forth to Nashville since I was about, I want to say, 15. And I was out there, you know, I've uh, been out in Nashville, Knoxville, kind of out there singing and um, doing all that stuff. And then um, I would say just about a couple months ago, um, I decided to kind of be out there more full time and um, I was writing original music and being in the studio and recording stuff. And it's just kind of like you can't you can't miss it, like being out there in Nashville. Like there's so much um, talent and artistry among all the people that are there. And it's so cool to just be like in the environment and around all those different artists. It's just like I'm I'm amazed every time I go out and I listen to writers rounds or I get to be in a writers round or um you know, just meeting other artists, just, just hanging around. It's so cool getting to be down there and just the creativity is insane. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. So what, at what point are you living in California and you say to yourself, you know what, this is what I want to do full time. This is what I want to do as a career. Well, I would say that was about when I was, uh, you know, 15, 16, I was doing, I was playing shows around town and, um, like I said, I taught myself to play guitar at um, that same age. And I just like, I was writing original music and just kind of on my own doing that. And, uh, I just, I knew that that was what I wanted to do from the start. Like I had that feeling, even as, as a real, real little kid. I remember my first concert, uh, I was five years old. My mom took me out to a, my very first concert and um, it ended, it was a Carrie Underwood concert and she saw me out there dancing in the aisle when I was only five years old and she brought me up on stage with her. And I remember that feeling of like the music under your feet and like getting to look out and see the faces of people all just getting down with music. And it's like a universal language of people coming together and, and feeling the same thing. And I, I love that. So um, wow. I just remember that feeling. And from kind of then on was kind of the you know turning point of wanting to pursue music and it all it, it evolved over the years you know i mean as, as a little kid you're like oh you know me i'm gonna be on a world tour you know 
And then as I as I got older and um, just thinking about it, you know, there's nothing else that I'd rather be doing. Yeah, no, absolutely. So what made you at 15, 16 years old decide, you know what, I'm going to pick up a guitar, teach myself, and start writing these songs? I don't know. Honestly, I just, I remember playing piano when I was real little and I was really stubborn. I, you know, um, my uh, parents tried to get my brother and I to do piano. Always just kind of like, I'd memorize it and just like listen to the notes and, and, and everything and the chords and I would just play it. And then my piano teacher was always pissed because I was never like reading the music. <laughs> and so I was always just kind of doing things my own way. And then I don't, I don't even remember what it was. I think we just had an old guitar sitting around, like real old guitar. And I was just like always messing with it, not playing it the right way. And so I just hopped on, hopped on YouTube, hopped on guitar tabs and just started teaching myself to play and was kind of playing by ear for a little bit. And um, from then on, I've just kind of been playing shows and, that's how it was. I remember when I was was really young. I remember um, my my dad's left-handed, and yeah. he had a left-handed guitar, and I had this little dinky like, I I couldn't even tell you what kind of guitar it was. I think it was it's like got to be older than dirt. And he, <laughs> everybody learned "Smoke on the Water," right? Everybody yeah, learned yeah. "Smoke on the Water." Yeah, that was my dad. That was the first song I learned for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's so funny. You know, it's. Um, it's interesting to hear those stories because, you know, everybody's journey to starting this is so different, right? Yeah. And, you know, and a lot of it is always comes from mom and dad, you know? So when you were growing up, was it just country music you were listening to or were, were you listening to everything? Well, no, I would say, um, obviously growing out, growing up out in uh, California, there is a country music scene. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of weird to think about because I know, um, like you said, kind of coming from your parents, my mom, she was always like real big into country music. Like she loved country. She listened to all kinds of country. My dad was always huge into like classic rock. And so, um, when I was real young, my parents, they owned a restaurant and they used to have, you know, local musicians coming in and playing all this music from, you know, the great traditional country, all that, like Hank Jr. and, you know, Dolly Parton, um, George Strait, all that stuff. And I would always be sitting there, like, peeking my head around the corner, watching them play. And then also good classic rock stuff. They throw in, like, some Tom Petty or, or whatever, ACDC. And I remember, like, listening to that stuff. I just, I love that stuff. And that's what I kind of grew up on. And it's kind of weird growing up and realizing that not everybody else grew up on it. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, it, it's funny because, you know, I kind of grew up the same way where, you know, except for the fact that, you know, my parents didn't listen to country music. Um, actually, my parents despised country music. Um, really? Yeah, yeah. So for me, it was all classic rock all the time. Um, you know, my dad's side of the family always listened to the, you know, the classics. And it, it for me as a kid, it, it was torture, absolutely torture. And, you know, looking back, it's like, that, God, that was some great stuff. Um, you know, but it, it's interesting, you know, it's really interesting. And now being so deep into country music, you know, it's, I can't even imagine being this deep into it, into a different genre. I just can't. I know. It's so interesting to think about because I know how much I love country music and I know how much like, like history and just talent there is in the genre. And, and it's crazy yeah. to think about that. It's like that for every other genre too, you know? Yeah. 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 It really totally. is. 
it, it really but i think you know there's something different about country music where it's you know and i and i say this quite often where it's it's a family you know it's very it's very easily accessible you know the artists to the fans you know depending obviously depending on who you are um but you know it's it's something the other genres you know and i've been around the other genres you don't really see as much as you do in country music yeah yeah it's true and it's i mean it's on all levels too like even from you know real young starting out people just kind of all coming together and and, and the older artists teaching the younger artists even then like all the way up to you watch like the american country music awards and reba talking about you know leading the younger generations and how she was led by the people that came before her i yeah. I, I see that and i i think it's just so cool because country music is like the genre that is about um everybody coming together and it being like a family and, and how we are supposed to treat each other that's kind of what country music is yeah no i i i agree with you 100 percent. you know i feel i really feel deeply that you know country music as a genre is exactly what you know if anybody wanted to know what you know the what this country is about you find it in these songs oh totally yeah that's exactly what i think yeah so now that you're you know living in nashville and and doing these shows in california and texas you know you're really getting yourself out there yeah i mean i i love traveling honestly i if i hated it this would be really bad right (laughs) but um, i'm enjoying i enjoy getting to go around at first i was always like man this is crazy going from one place to the next and now it's kind of like it's it's a routine almost you know and getting to go around and, and meet new people. You know, I think in this year I'm booked in more states than I've ever been. And I'm super excited about it. Like going to places I've never been before and getting to meet people that I've, you know, had uh, supporting me on social. Literally 16. And it's just crazy to think how there's people out there that have never met you, that you've never even been to their hometown or anything and they're supporting your music and i'm like so excited to get to go and meet those people you know yeah that's incredible so where where is this year bringing you oh my gosh um so obviously i'm going to be in california in nashville in texas that's that's a given and then i'm looking to be out in colorado i'm looking to be in wisconsin um i'm looking to be in nebraska i'm looking to be in uh, south dakota and many more (laughs) that's awesome yeah i'm excited about it that's really that's really great so when you when yeah no problem when you're doing these shows do you have a full band with you or are you just by yourself it depends on the show a lot of my uh, texas shows and a lot of my california shows are full band because i do have two different bands based in that area Oh, okay Um, i've been lucky enough to come across some of the best musicians in those two places so i mean you know i I got a got a good band behind me i love them and then um we're looking to travel a lot more with my uh, my west coast band a little bit more probably out to possibly the vegas area i think that'd be super fun we've been talking about that going out there but um yeah it's kind of kind of i would say it's half and half yeah that's awesome that's really great thank you now have you been up up this way, up in the uh, the East Coast and the Northeast in the Boston area. No, you know that's that's one place I'll say I've never been. I know I know Liam's from there, so I hear I hear all about it all the time. But yeah, um, no, I've never been up that way. 
Oh, well, you, you got to get out here because, you know, it's really weird. You know, you, you as you talked about with California having a country music scene, you know, this area, the Boston area is really the, the country scene here is really kind of, you know, sparked over the last 10 years or so, which you would never in a million years guess. That's crazy. Yeah, it really is. It's really something. Yeah. Um, so with with the success you've had, you know, you've been on CMT, you've had, you know, your videos played through all of that. You know, what's that been like for you? Has that, you know, how much of how much of that and that exposure has kind of, you know, catapulted things for you? Oh, my gosh. Um, well, first off, the CMT thing was crazy. I've been I've been dreaming about that since I was a kid. I've always wanted to um have a feature out there on CMT and I remember like when uh, I remember when my team told me it was happening when we put it on the calendar I was I was so excited about it I was like literally I was just stoked about it and it was just um so awesome but I've just been lucky to get to be around the right people and be around people that are uh just simply wanting to help me and uh help me succeed and be there alongside me in this journey which is really cool because you know I think sometimes people talk about the music industry and how dangerous it can be you know you got to watch out for certain people and I've just gotten super lucky to be around just some of the best people in the industry so much talent and knowledge and um honestly I couldn't imagine getting to do any of what I've done without any of them yeah you know and and from from what I've seen and what I hear and you know the conversations I have you know your team behind you is is really incredible, like you said. Yeah. Um, you know, they've they've been able to get you and put you in places that, you know, I'm sure you could only imagine. But, you know, I know you've played in some pretty cool places, but I wanted to talk about Whiskey Jam a little bit. Yeah. And, and you playing there. You know, because Whiskey Jam is kind of becoming the, you know, the place to play. Oh, for sure. I know. It's like... I remember playing Whiskey Jam and um, walking in there, and it was it was packed. And I know if you've ever been to uh, if you've ever been to Whiskey Jam, you know that it's not like they're very big, but they like fit so many people in there. It's crazy, and yeah. it's just it was such a cool experience. And um, it's cool because it's in a way it's kind of like a writers' round, but like yeah. t- like ten times more energy and people are screaming and, and they're just like having a good time and, and wanting to hear your original stuff. You know, it's, it's the coolest feeling. And yeah. I, I got to be on there with a couple of really talented artists. So that was great as well. Um, but yeah, I know I, I'm hoping to go back in the future. I know I'm, uh, been talking about rescheduling for, uh, possibly next month or the month following. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to going back. That's great. What do you think it is about whiskey jam? And, you know, I talk, I'm talking about it a lot because, it really has become over the last few years, you know, the the place to go if you're an artist in Nashville. Um, what is it? Do you, why do you think that Whiskey Jam of all places has been, become that place? Uh, because I honestly, I think they have their hand in so many different industries. Like, yeah, they're constantly helping artists. Like, and, and when you look at the the lineup of other people that they've brought in there, like they've had some of the coolest artists ever up on that stage there. And then they just kind of mix in some of the up and coming artists out in Nashville. And it's just kind of a place where, you know, it's just kind of about the music. It's not about like, 
I mean, it's it's not like oh, it's the Grand Ole Opry where you gotta get like you know a yeah yeah designated invite. It's like it's whiskey <laughs> jam where you can have people literally just walk in and just we're all listening to some good music and just getting rowdy and it's yeah. some you know really big up and coming artists mixed in with um, some people that are even kind of new to Nashville. Yeah. Now being in Nashville for the for the time you've been. And speaking of the Opry, you know, do you have other places in town other than Whiskey Jam that you haven't played yet that you would love to play? Yeah, I've um, really wanted to uh, be a part of Around at the Listening Room. I know I've seen so many talented artists be in there, and I know they put on some great rounds. Um, I think that would be really cool. And I've, I've heard it's, like, really fun over at Live Oak, too. So that's kind of another one that I've been looking at. I know I've had a couple friends play there as well. Um, and I think I got some of those on the books in, in March. So I'm looking forward to that. That's awesome. Um, so that's definitely something I'm looking forward to playing. Yeah. Now, places like, you know, the Bluebird and the Ryman obviously are, you know, on everybody's wish list, right? Oh, of course. But do you feel like based on how you write and what you write, do you feel like you would fit in other places better than let's say the bluebird because of, you know, the kind of, uh, this sounds bad, but like the kind of music that has come through the bluebird, you know, you have, like you said, you have more of that rock and roll country, you know, sound and writing style, you know, do you think you would fit in there? Um, yeah, I think, I think I could fit in there. I think I have, um, with the original music I'm putting out, I, it's a good mix. I think a lot yeah. of my more upbeat, you know, up-tempo stuff is very country rock style. And I would say uh, um, even some of my, my softer stuff that I'm, you know, more storyteller style songs that I'm getting ready to put out, um, I think I would kind of aim more in that direction, you know? Yeah, no, that's awesome. That's great. You know, I think, I really think that you have what it takes to really explode in this industry. And, Thank you know, you, you you're welcome. And you have, you have, you really have everything like at your fingertips and you, your team is so great that I think, you know, within the next couple of years, you know, everybody's going to know who Peyton Howie is. Well, that'd be pretty cool. I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, no problem. Um, so, you know, what does your year look like when it comes to releases? You know, we got the EP coming out this week or for, you know, people that are listening now that came out, you know, about a month ago. Um, you know, what's next? Are we going to ride the this EP wave for the most of the year or is there yeah, more Yeah, well, coming? I have my EP coming out, um, oh, like I said, February 18th. So if you're listening to this, it's already out. Go listen to it. <laughs> and um, I have a ton of singles I'm getting ready to drop this year as well. And... I'm beyond excited to put out new music this year. And it's crazy because um, I've spent the last, I would say about the last year or two, like grinding on writing and being in the studio to now this year, I kind of get to just sit back and, and drop music and play shows, which obviously I'm still going to be writing and still be in the studio. I just, I have my, my whole uh, music release schedule set for the year, which is like insane, you know? Awesome. Um, and I just feel really lucky to have that because like, I, I, I know, like, I know what's coming next, you know, I know yeah. after this EP drops, I know I have, you know, some other singles that um, I'm just really excited for people to hear. So are those singles um, ready to go? Yeah. All right. Now I need to ask, right? So they're ready to go. Let's say, let's say the EP drops. It does really well. 
your next song's about to go out. That does really well. And let's say the next song, you've been listening to it over and over again, and you want to change this, that, and the other thing. Are you going to, could you do that? Or is the way it is the way it is? No. And I mean, um, I, I mean, I will say, I'll let you in on a little secret, you know? So um, when I dropped Never Go Home, we were going to drop uh, Country Before Me later in the year. We were going to drop Country Before Me uh, like immediately following Never Go Home. And Never Go Home just kind of went a little crazy. It got put on a couple editorial playlists on Spotify, and it's literally still on uh, their, ne- their Country Rocks playlist, which is insane. So it just like, went totally nuts, and it's over like half a million streams um, on Spotify. And so we were like, hey, like we've got traction with the song. Let's just kind of hold off um, on releasing Country Before Me until until January because, I mean, we had the traction going and people were really enjoying it. So we just, you know, we just got on top of filming more content for that song and um, for Never Go Home. And I mean, it just kind of, I mean, it was nice. So, yeah, it's definitely yeah. possible. And I think if, I mean, if that's the plan, I could totally, I could totally change it up if I wanted to. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. It's great to have that kind of uh, freedom and control over over what you decide to do. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I know you've got all of your stuff coming out this year. You've got some tour stops you're working on. Are you, do you have a plan into 23 or are we, do you kind of just take it one day, one month, one week at a time? Uh, yes and no. Um, I feel <laughs> like I'm taking every day, uh, one day, you know, I'm taking it one day at a time for sure. You know, especially when you got shows and stuff like that. Um, it's, it's always like a busy thing and you kind of got to just look at it like one show at a time, one day at a time. Because if you, I don't know, I find myself sometimes trying to like think ahead of like what I have to do there, like next, especially when you're like, uh, like submitting stuff for distribution for songs and stuff like that it's it's a lot like you got to get the artwork and you got to get all like the the credentials and everything and it's it's really exciting when you submit a song like at any like artist that's listening to this is gonna like know the feeling when you get to hit submit on your music (laughs) it's the best feeling ever um but it is a lot to think about so taking it one day at a time makes it where it's like Obviously, I'm not going to get everything done that I need to get done today, but I'm going to try, right? You know? Right. So, um, but at the same time, yeah, I still have my whole release plan for the year planned out and getting ready for 23. So, yes, that's, no. That's awesome. That's so great, Peyton. I'm like, I'm so, I'm so excited for you and how, like, how really quick this has kind of really gone for you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I've just honestly, like I said, I've gotten to run into all the right people and I've had just a lot of great artists and people in the industry come my way for sure. Do you ever, do you ever stop with everything that you're doing and all the success that you've had in the last year or so? Do you ever stop and just go, what the hell is going on? I mean, sometimes I think that I remember, I remember being like really young and I had this cheap little audio interface thing that I would record in in my room and I would just be recording covers and messing around with with the reverb and just you know recording little things here and there and I remember like thinking how cool it would be to have a song out like yeah like on on the radio not radio but like 
anything have a, just yeah. a song out on a streaming platform even i just always thought about how cool that would be and then i'm i remember thinking back on that just a couple like months ago like getting ready to distribute my ep i'm like that is insane i never would yeah. have thought that i would have an ep out getting ready to release like that is just the coolest thing it blows my mind well that's so great you know like i said i'm so happy for you um, thank you you're welcome now a couple i got a couple more things i know you know like, like again i can't thank you enough for taking the time i know you're busy i know with your schedule this is you know you're fitting me in and i appreciate it so much so two questions we are the boots and whiskey podcast so what are the boots you wear and what if what if you are old enough to um, consume alcoholic beverages, what is your whiskey, bourbon, rye, what have you of choice? <laughs> um, well, you know, I do a lot of shopping at Cavender's and a lot of my boots are Ariat boots. So nice. uh, there's that, there's that. But I'm always open. No of age so hold on hold on i lost you there for a second um okay. when you were saying about looking for different whiskeys or whatever oh no i said i am i am not of age oh okay not well, quite forget not it quite. we're almost forget there it. Then, we're almost there then i'm sure you've never tried anything ever in your life you it's just water and whatever oh, 100%. else you know me yeah absolutely yep <laughs> yep Yep. You're, you're a perfect angel, Peyton, and that's how we're going to leave you. I am, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can, oh, you can quote me on that. <laughs> we, we won't tell anybody. I hope mom and dad aren't listening. <laughs> um, so, again, thank you so much for being here. And, um, you know, when the EP comes out this week, we'll obviously push it for you. And, you know, I, I really hope nothing but the best for you. And anytime you have anything that's going on, please, please let us know. And we'll, we'll make it look nice and send it out there for, for all of our viewers and listeners to, uh, to check out as well. Of course. Thanks so much for taking the time to talk to me. I appreciate you having me. No, absolutely. Thanks for taking your time. I know you're busy, so I, you know, I really appreciate it so much. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. You're welcome, Peyton. Enjoy the rest of your time in Texas. And, you know, for people that are that are in the Nashville area or Texas or California or anywhere Peyton's going to be, go check her out. You won't be disappointed. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Have a great night, Peyton. Thank you again. You too. Bye. Bye. Well, there you have it, our conversation with Peyton Howie. It was absolutely killer having Peyton on. I loved hearing about her story and how she became what she's become, you know, she's really killing it in, you know, all over the place, Texas, California, Tennessee. Um, you know, she's got a, she's got a, a great potential here. You know, Peyton Howie's going to be a name that you're seeing all over the place. I think very, very soon. Um, you know, and, and she deserves it. She really does. So thank you Peyton again for being on and thank you for your team for, you know, get, getting you on, it's, it's been been great to know you and and all that stuff, so thank you. Um, also, a big thank you to our, our partners. We have CMV Music Network, uh, Matthew Allen Photography, Dirt Roads Color Supply Company, Soul Authentic, Chocolate Whiskey Discs, and Roxley. Thank you all so much for everything you've done for this show. Um, 
in all that you know it's been awesome you know thank you for everybody for following us on instagram facebook tiktok you know everything and everywhere it's been a it's been huge we do now have patreon so if you want to become a patron over on our patreon just search for boots and whiskey entertainment and you'll be able to find us there's a bunch of options for you to help power this show and for all of that i appreciate it so so much um go check out our website bootsandwhiskeyentertainment.com you'll see everything there all previous guests all of our special guests all current guests our reviews between concerts and whiskey reviews and our services so thank you all so much for everything until next week next week we have another um, female guest i believe it's our last one of the month today is the 22nd so yeah i think next tuesday yeah the 29th will be our last female um driven episode for the month of march we're gonna round out march with um another heavy hitter here and it'll be great um as you saw yesterday on our socials we are giving away chris jansen tickets for the worcester palladium show coming up this saturday we will be covering all of the festivities that night so follow along on instagram and you'll see everything like we did with michael ray so thank you to off the rails the worcester palladium chris jansen ray fulcher um thank you all so much um like i said next week is our last female driven episode um two weeks from today we have a great great guest i'm not gonna spill it um but the guest's I guess after the month of March, we're going back to our regular scheduled programming. I thank you so much for um, taking the time and checking out our Black History Month in February and our Women's History in March. Um, April, we're back to, you know, regular scheduled Boots and Whiskey podcast format. Um, so thank you all for, for all of the love and support. Um, so until next time, guys, thank you all so much. As, I, as always, you know, keep the boots on the ground, the whiskey in the glass. Um, cheers, everyone. Good night.